0: order i call to order the january 9th 2023 edgewater city council meeting roll call
1: mayor depew present councilwoman gillis present councilwoman bennington present. councilwoman Dalbo here councilman powers here city attorney wolf
2: here
1: city manager irby here city clerk zlatnik present
0: please stand for the pledge of allegiance Approval of the minutes, not at this (coughs) time. Presentations, proclamations, plaques, certificates, and donations. Samantha Bergeron to present the awards of the holiday winners.
5: Good evening, Mayor and Council. We had, um, over the holidays, we had our holiday light decorating contest and people were able to vote online. And so we have our winners that we would like to present Tonight, and we have our Recreation and Cultural Services Board member, Glenn Powers, to assist. And we also have our new um, event coordinator, which is Brandy Matzak. And she's been doing a great job, so I just wanted to introduce them as well. So first, we're going to do the Citizens' Choice winner, which was 921 New York Street, home of Eddie and Mickey Ferris. And are they in the audience? Great. Come on up.
4: Sure. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you very much for participating. Great. Our honorable mention winner is twenty three eighteen Pine Tree Drive, home of Glenn Moore more in the audience tonight okay well we will make sure that he gets that and then the residential first place winner was 1862 victory palm drive home of bill and becky johnston Thank you all very much. Happy New Year. (laughs) All right, and we had a wonderful parade this year. We were blessed with 60 or more participants, and um, judging was so hard this year because everybody just did such a great job. Um, So we have some awards for tonight. We have um, the most related to theme is Burns Science and Technology Charter School. Thank you so much. The adult service award goes to Coastline Church, and I'm not—I I'm not, don't think they could be here tonight, but we'll make sure that they get the plaque. The most original was the Daytona Beach Ghostbusters. Oh, Thank you all. Thanks very much. The Youth Service Award was a toss up, so we did two. New Smyrna Beach High School and Middle School Bands. This way, we figured you could put one in each band room. Thank you both so much. It's so great to have um, so much community participation and all of our students. And the grand champion is Wilkie's Pest Control. And Glenn, what does the plaque say? Oh, you want me to read it? (laughs) He couldn't be there tonight, but it says City of Edgewater Christmas Parade Grand Champion 2022 Willie's, and it's got Wonka Pest Control, and it's got the hat on it, so nice. it's really cool. I'll get that. To you. And that concludes
0: the presentation. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Citizens' comments. This is a time for the public to come forward with any comments they may have this is comments related to any agenda matter may be made at the time the matter is before the council please state your name and address and please limit your comments to three minutes or less
3: well i figured before i uh, sat down I'd, I'd come up here my name is glenn powers and i live 2628 yule tree drive most of you know me been around a while been in everybody's hair for quite some time uh one thing I'd like to say is the uh, reach Across America this year, this was the 16th year that I've been involved in it, it was a good success. We had a lot of people there, thanks to the mayor for uh, announcing uh, for us that day. We had some technical issues uh, and uh, the reef count was down, partially because, uh, or how was it was explained to me, is that the hurricanes, the damage, and uh, everybody was suffering on that and. and Uh, The elections caused a little bit of a a problem. um, This was my last year. I'm turning it over to a coach, a gentleman named Gary Snyder. He's a coach at uh, the uh, uh, Parkhurst Academy. He was with uh, Warner Christian Academy, but uh, now he's at (coughs) Parkhurst. I want to thank everybody that's participated this year. And everybody that's participated all the years, former mayors, former council members, uh, uh, city staff, everybody that's been involved in it uh, from the uh, police department, fire department, uh, public works, uh, and, uh, of course, Parks and Recreation. Uh, Sam has been there for me uh, on every occasion, and uh, even her predecessors uh, were there, so... uh, I'm happy uh, that uh, the the community has been supporting it. Now, one other thing I would like to say is that uh, everybody that's behind me here, and some of them will come up and make statements or make little comments. Uh, This is a time where we as citizens should be involved in our government in one way That uh, you can do it is like myself I serve on an advisory board there are many advisory boards in the city there are vacancies in those advisory boards not all of them but there are some vacancies if you want to be involved if you want to have a voice it only takes a couple hours a uh, a month (coughs) fill out one of those applications and join an advisory board and you will have a voice i appreciate it very much thank you thank
0: you thank you so very much mr powers and thank you for your years and dedication to the city of edgewater and the citizens of edgewater i just wanted to say reef cross america has had a wonderful ceremony for 16 years thank you Any other citizens' comments at this time?
6: Jennifer Fox, one one five East Turgot Avenue. I still have several questions that I that are unanswered uh, regarding what's going on across the street from us. Um, basically, all Florida Plumbing, their acquisition of a residential property, and how they are sitting to use that property um i respectfully request a meeting with the city manager the mayor and myself and my husband so maybe i can get some answers rather than take up your time here Uh, and i understand that may be in the works thank you thank you mrs fox i'm sure we can have that arranged
0: yes ma'am
7: good evening mr mayor honorable members of the council i'm kelly mcgee i'm the executive director of riverside conservancy and i just wanted to introduce myself to those of you who are new Um, we are um, based in edgewater our founders live in edgewater and um, we are very thankful with the relationship that we have with the city Um, we do uh, shoreline restoration primarily and so we are available um, at your service, we have um, an agreement with the city to help out with uh, riverfront um, native plantings. Um, um, multiple different plants. They're not just mangroves, right? We've had these these hurricanes, and it makes us think about resiliency, and we are here. Um, there are a lot of discussions at the county and the regional level coming up on low-impact development. Um, we are here to, to be a resource um, for you all as those... Um, discussions proceed. So thank you for your service, and um, Happy New Year. Thank
0: you. thank you, Mrs. McGee, and thank you for all that you do for our surrounding community areas. Riverside so Conservancy so is amazing.
8: Edgewater Chuck, 205 Cherrywood Lane, Edgewater. Y'all like my shirt, don't you? (laughs) Matches the mayor's tie. Um, I just wanted to uh, give a thanks out to um, Mayor Diesel, especially um, the interest that I've seen him take in the city, coming out and talking to residents after the devastating floods that we have. I don't know if people know it, but behind the scenes, he's been walking and traveling many miles, and uh, talking to a lot of people that flooded, as well as um, Charlotte, and um, her hus- husband as well. They've been behind the scenes, working diligently, talking to people, and um, getting their take on what happened. And you know, you know, walking in the houses, you know, they. Uh, the mayor's family lost their two homes as well, his parents and his grandparents. Grandma lost her home, and he's really put forth a lot of effort and took a lot of interest. In, um, and <clears throat> the Regent in Bond Street floodings over there and <clears throat> participated in a, in a community cleanup this weekend over there. Made it look as good as Parks and Rec does their stuff, and they do a fa- fabulous job. I'd like to see public works step it up and um a little bit because our medians and our parks are absolutely beautiful um our ditches and canals need a lot of help but i want to just thank the mayor that he actually came out there in a suit and a tie after attending a council meeting and got down and dirty and was dragging garbage out of the woods walking along the ditch and and um as he was doing that he uncovered a a manhole that had been covered up for years actually was put behind a fence behind a right-of-way. Shouldn't have been. Along with some uh, other things that are going to be cleaned up, which Mr. Larris is taking care of. And uh, just as a resident of Edgewater, I-, I just wanted to thank him and and Charlotte um, for the the personal touch that they've given those people over there and talking them, letting them know that they're here. And they're doing what they can there's a lot going on behind the scenes um, for those people who were devastated over there and the other 900 homes as well and i know that the rest of our council has been working diligently also uh, but just this is from what i've personally seen and um, i just wanted to say uh, thanks and maybe in the future we could go from three minutes to five minutes at some point that's
0: all. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Martin.
8: I dearly appreciate that.
9: Good evening. Uh, good evening, Mr. Mayor, Council Members, and Staff. Um, Linda Cuthbert. I live at 1810 Red Rock Road. I'm a 26-year uh, retired educator at New Smyrna Beach High School, and a veteran, um, and a recently retired two-term Volusia County School Board member district three i'm all too familiar with the chaotic uh, traffic pattern outside of new Smyrna beach high school um, at the end and at the start of the school days in
0: 2014. Ms. Kuthberg, sorry to cut you off but that is actually on our agenda
9: i know i'm just addressing what's on the agenda am i not allowed to speak
0: uh, we request that you wait till the agenda item is proposed
9: okay i didn't know that
0: yes thank ma'am you. but i just wanted to say thank you so very much for uh, all you've done for our students in our area uh-huh. Especially at New Beach High School. Well, of Sincerely, course, thank, thank,
9: you. thank you. Go thank you. All right, I'll wait. Thank
0: you. Sounds great. Thank you. No problem.
10: First name, James. Last name, Collier, 3033 Silver Palm Drive City. Thank you for the council, and thank you for your time. we can get the slides up, I would appreciate it. First one was presented in June of this year relative to a subject called hurricane shutters they exist in a city ordinance many many people within the city don't even know its existence until you run across code enforcement now what we recommended was putting a waiver capability within that to give citizens the availability to request a waiver given they live out of town or they leave for an extended period of time since june the subject has been nil from a discussion standpoint so i'm bringing it back up Uh, the original paperwork was delivered and it is part of the facility records. The second slide deals with the subject of Airbnbs. Yes, it has been updated, and one of the things that's lacking in that is an ordinance for quiet time from some point in time at night till 8 o'clock in the morning. Usually the city has a quiet time from 8 in the evening till 10 in the morning, or 8 in the morning, or 10 at night till 8 in the morning. Uh, Decision needs to be made associated with that. But that needs to be incorporated in the ordinance associated with Airbnbs. The last thing there is two main thoroughfares in the city of Edgewater.
2: Willow Oak
10: is one. Silver Palm is another one, given the number of subdivisions that have been put in place. Now between 22nd Street and 26th Street on Silver Palm, there's a pothole that'll take out your front end from an alignment standpoint if it's not repaired. Those streets need to be repaved. period. The residential streets, people are walking up and down on the streets, traffics on the streets. No sidewalks exist. They're walking their kids. The kids are out there playing. They're walking their pets. That is unfortunate. That needs to be corrected. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you. We'll be in contact. That's
10: a good idea. Very well.
11: Donna McDavid, 1201 Bond Street, 11 April, 24 June, 4 July, and 29 July. These are the dates of the letters that I had written to the City of Edgewater and addressed in particular to Mr. Coslow. In these letters, I was notifying and requesting to have valid issues with the two retention ponds addressed and corrected. My letters and calls of assistance were all but flat ignored. It needs to be known that I am here tonight, not only for myself but also with permission to represent several elderly and/or disabled neighbors who are unable to attend these meetings for various reasons. We collectively want the council to know, that presently, we are very dissatisfied and disappointed in the services that we are, or should I say, have not received from the city staff and to let it be known that someone needs to answer for this lack of service and responsibility to the community. You ruined it for me, Chuck, but also without calling names, we wanted to extend heartfelt gratitude to a couple members of the community who do not reside in the neighborhood That have collectively donated to date approximately 15 hours of their time, equipment, and labor to help clean up city property when a city has failed to do so. Thank you.
0: Mr. Manager, I believe, did you have an update (coughs) on Bond Street?
12: We're gonna be looking at that entire area over the next 30 to 60 days. Great. Uh, One of the complaints has been the scum that's on top of the retention ponds Uh, and talking to Chief Laracy. Uh, Fire trucks are full of water that sit there for long periods of time. Water in them also turns green. We can take that water and help to recirculate the water in the retention ponds, and that'll help some. So we will be working on that in the next 30 to 60 days.
0: Thank you, Mr. Irby. Any other citizens' comments
12: at this time?
13: I get a copy of what it Alan Rathbun 131 Highland Avenue um, c- coming in about the new water mains that they put in we were been told for the last 20 years our old galvanized pipes that ran through our city two inch line was going to be replaced because it was corroding and breaking all the time um, at that time <coughs> we were told you know four inch was going to come in and replace it so that they get new fire suppression. At the time, I guess four inch was the minimal for hydrants. It has now changed to six inch. So when they came in, they went around the outside of the neighborhood with six inch line. For some reason, placing the new hydrants and we're very appreciative to finally get hydrants close around the neighborhood. But a few of them got placed a little too close to new hydrants and others further away. While the middle street is still run with two inch line. Instead of running six inch line halfway down the street, two inch the other half if they're trying to save money, or just doing the entire street while they're already digging it up all in six inch. So as we develop more property on that street, more people build, we have more hydrant availability. So my whole question was, in the planning, why did they put at the front of the street a brand new hydrant on uh, Wildwood 350 feet from the front one a thousand feet from that one to the one in the rear then if you go around the corner to canal road it's 640 feet to that one and then if you go back around the front it's 718 feet so the one in the back street on Wildwood if it had been moved down the street another 350 foot everything would have been equaled out and all neighbors would have had more access faster response for the fire. Whereas 100, 150, 300 feet, whatever the distance is it takes time to drag fire hose to the truck. Seconds matters, lives matter. So my whole question is what can we do to solve the problems and get it fixed before the work continues too much further they're under pressure test right now I guess they just passed that the service has not been connected to the neighborhood yet so at this point is the best time to fix the problem before they hook to the new lines service to the houses and then have to disconnect to do this later so that would be my question to the environmental services why this wasn't done and it had been promised for the last 20 years
0: Thank you, sir. We'll have that department be in contact with
13: you. All right. Thank you.
14: Um, Heidi Jacobs, 120 Orange Avenue. Um, I just want to say I'm really excited about the Earth Day Festival. The city of Edgewater is... Hosting coming up April tentatively set for April 22nd from 10 to 2 and if anybody wants to be involved contact the city of Edgewater parks and rec department Um, also I think there's a bit of it seems like everybody in the city wants um, native plants and um, stuff like that but there's a big disconnect between the city codes and um, what everybody's trying to do and I'd like if we could definitely go, because there's things like um, no grasses over six inches, which native grasses are definitely over six inches, no bushes in the city code. Some of them are actually illegal. <coughs> um, the, the ponds getting full of muck is from the grass lawns. So if we could have more native plants and maybe riparian buffers around the, um, the drainage ponds, that would really cut down on them getting clogged up.
0: Thank you Thank so you. much, ma'am. Any other citizens' comments at this time?
15: Good evening, Mayor and Council. My name is Mike Mahoney. I live at 1908 Myrtle Brook in the Glenbrook development. I have gotten an email from the mayor um, about our water is brown, it's got a tinge of brown. I keep hearing the water department tell me, it's tenons, it could be this, it could be that. Um, I can't have tenons and I can't eat, (laughs) believe it or not, greens, anything uh, has tea, I can't eat it or drink it, okay? Um, That is one of the complaints we have out at Glenbrook. The other concern I have is I'd like to know if one of your construction people Your head of the building department or whoever, will meet with the residents of Glenbrook because we do have some serious concerns about the building there. Now, you may say, well, you know, they have their own inspection department. They have um, D.R. Horton has this and that. (coughs) But you people, not you people personally, but the city of Edgewater signs off on my house that I can occupy it and you depend on a third party inspections. And I will stand here and tell you right now, I don't know if there's any other Glenbrook people in here, but they have lied to us. And if something comes down, especially the shingles on our houses, they're three tab, they're good for 60 mile an hour winds. We're in to 130 to 140 mile an hour wind area. So, you gave the CO, if my insurance company, please don't be in here, knows Mm -hmm. that, I could be canceled. Now, who do I go to for this? Do I go back to Horton? They've already been inspected and approved. I have groundwater coming up from my concrete, which they tell me is wind-driven rain. It's not. So, we need your help to because we are, I'm new to Edgewater, I love Edgewater. You guys have been fantastic anytime I've talked to you. But we just need the guidance of the government here to make sure that we don't, we go, oh, you don't want to move to Edgewater, I don't give a damn about anybody. We don't want that, okay? If you have time or can make a time I'm sure the people of Glenbrook would be glad to meet with you anywhere you want, whether the library out by us, at our pool area. I don't care. I just want, we, just the help of the government to straighten out what we're being told it's okay. All right, and I would appreciate your help if you guys can pick the time.
16: So, and I agree with the three-tab issue. The, if I'm correct, the Florida Building Code transitions every three years.
15: Yes, it does. And
16: the current building code allows for three tab, which is an unfortunate situation, but it does. And so,
15: But not for the wind, if you look <coughs> at the wind charts.
16: Right, so I'm not and sure if we're in that high velocity rating or not. But, but either way, I agree with that, and it's an issue that they're putting those on. I think the biggest issue is making sure we have our own, we have a large enough staff to deal with the inspection issue. Look, I, I talked yeah, to one
15: of your staff, and he. I know he's overworked. I, I talked to Jesse yeah, out the other day. He came out to inspect my screen room, and I said, man, you guys must be busy. He said, you have no idea how busy we are, and I respect that. I was a building inspector for a while. So I just asked that the council recognize what's coming into your, the builders and things that are coming into your town and what the people are putting up with, and you guess what? They'll be gone, and you guys will be the bad guys. I don't want that, and I know you don't want that. We want Edgewater to be Edgewater.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, sir. I'll meet with anybody. I'm sure you have my phone number. We've been in contact before. Feel free to give me a call at any time.
4: All right. Thank you, sir.
0: And
16: I would like to prioritize, this is another conversation, but funding for our own internal staff to not have to rely on third party. Absolutely. That's something I've been really looking at the last two years. Absolutely.
0: Any other comments at this time? Okay. Close the citizens' comments. Approval or changes, modifications to the agenda? There are none. none. None at this time. Okay. <coughs> Council reports. Councilwoman Gillis.
17: I didn't realize I was going first. Um, right now, I, as uh, Mr. Martin said, I did tour different neighborhoods and speak to a lot of people, and I've brought several things up to Mr. Irby. some areas I'd like to see touched on and that again is like Regent and Bond as well as um, I, is it not I'm sorry um, so I did tour different areas and I, I brought several areas that concerned me with their upkeep up to Mr. Irby, and he assured me that they are going to take care of it um, also I am taking a tour of the wastewater and the stormwater plant um, on Wednesday, and I look forward to that with Mr. Coslow, and to see how everything works. Um, also, I went to attended the wreaths Across America ceremony, and that was a very beautiful ceremony. And thank you again, Mr. Powers, for all you do for that. And it's really all I have today. And thank you. Oh, what you went to? What, which which thing? The, the one. Oh, I did. Sorry, I apologize. I also went to Pirates on the Edge. Um, that was done by the Rotary Club, and the city provided a lot of support for that. And that was a great event. It was a really big turnout, and I look forward to that again next year. And trying think what else, but oh, that's all I have. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Councilwoman Bennington.
17: I have nothing at this time, except
18: I want to wish everybody a happy new year, and I hope they had a nice Christmas. And we're ready to go. <laughs> happy new year! Thank. You.
0: Thank you, Councilwoman Dalla. Hi.
19: I want to touch also on what um, Charlotte said about the Race Across America. I attended it; it was a great ceremony. And um, Mr. Powers, you do an amazing job, and I'll uh, we'll miss you up front and center. But um, I'm sure you'll be behind the scenes still helping out. And also, I wanted to see if we could look to, into, as a city, um, different ordinances from our neighboring cities to see where they uh, are and where we may be falling short on signage for uh, local businesses in Edgewater um, I want to see what, the, what other what, um, uh I know we have a river uh, we have a Ridgewood overlay district and I want to see where where that falls into uh, signage uh, for local businesses and also I would like to also look into murals uh, for the local businesses I've had a, a few people um, contact me requesting uh, more information about about possibly putting murals on their businesses and I want us to also look into that
12: it's underway thank you sir
0: (laughs) okay miss bennington
19: yeah i forgot to to
0: to, um
18: mention this i'd like because we have so many new members on the council i i would like we're going into doing a um, visioning session and all and i talked to mr irby a little bit about this but i would like to have a meeting between the planning board and and the council to go over What's a PUD and exactly what, what we're held to? What's regular zoning and wh- what that encompasses? To fill us, the new people especially, into some of the if and ends and, and things that happen so that when we have the visioning session, we have some knowledge of what we want in the, and what it's gonna be affected by the, the different zones and the PUDs and all this development. I, I'd like to... Ask the city manager to set up a meeting sometime this month so that we can meet with both, the, at least the council. If the planning board doesn't want to do it, then, but um, go over <coughs> some of these things because I'm sure they have questions that, as they people come up and say something, it rings a bell, and uh, we need to have some knowledge on what we're, especially we'll with the planning. and,
12: and We'll installing. see if we can work it out.
18: Thank you. I right. appreciate. That. If the council
16: agrees, I mean I agree. Okay. Thank you.
12: Councilman
0: Powers.
16: Yes, sir. Um tended wreaths across America last month and um you know, we have League of Cities later in the month, but that is all I have. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. We had a wonderful holiday breakfast for the people who make our city work. I sure enjoyed it and I think every member of council did. Our Christmas parade was amazing. Councilwoman Gillis and I also had the privilege of attending the Oak Hill Christmas parade. In the past month, I've had the pleasure of attending three mayor's calls with our mayors in our surrounding areas to discuss Hurricane Ian and Hurricane Nicole release and how each of us in our communities are moving forward and learning from this unfortunate event. I've toured several uh, developments in our uh, Edgewater area and have learned a lot about stormwater in the recent months. I had the pleasure of attending a national BAPS in Windermere, Florida, the Indian Culture National Convention to honor a leader who was a pillar in his community. I spoke in front of 2,000 attendees at this conference to represent the Edgewater City Council. Thank you, Mr. Martell, for the invite. I had the pleasure of touring our wastewater facility treatment. I had the pleasure of attending the Volusia Manufacturing Coalition and Daytona Beach Award Ceremony. Councilman Powers and Councilwoman Gillis and I had a wonderful time at the Volusia League of Cities last month. Councilwoman Gillis, Manager Irby, and I had a wonderful time at the annual Southeast Volusia Chamber of Commerce event. I had the pleasure of attending the Mayor's Roundtable along with the City Managers in our area and cities to discuss Hurricane Ian and Nicole's updates as well from our local communities in Daytona Beach at the airport. Councilwoman Gillis and I attended a beautiful Pearl Harbor Remembrance Ceremony here in Edgewater. Wonderful time wonderful ceremony Met with the wire three operations and asked him to please stop breaking water mains in our area just kidding <laughs> this year I had the honor of being the MC for Reese Cross America thank you Mr. Powers and coach we uh, coach and I had a lot of technical difficulties and Mr. Powers did as well but we dealt with them and it was a wonderful ceremony I had a wonderful time informing Edgewater residents on the WSBB radio station in New Smyrna Beach uh, mr. Irby and I did uh, we attended councilwoman Gillis and I attended the Pirates on the Edge event put on by the Rotary Club of Edgewater they did a wonderful job uh, there's a few things I'd like to bring up tonight on council um, councilman powers at the last meeting you stated that you would like to visit our land development code underneath the magnifying glass um, I'm in full support of that I believe we have to make sure that it's up to the 21st century Um, Whenever we can have that arranged for city council, I I would be in full support. Um, I believe that uh, I also have on here, like uh, Ms. Bennington said, I'm in full support of a visioning session. Possibly we can do that after we get the visioning session scheduled and attended by our community members to see which direction we want to go. Ms. Dobble actually had 100 of the council reports uh, signage as well for small businesses um, under the campaign trail. Hundreds of businesses and local small businesses, it didn't matter where it was at, complained about uh, sidewalk signs not being available in our community, um, like they have in surrounding communities such as New Smyrna Beach and Winter Park, Florida. They can't uh, display flags out on US1. Uh, People don't know they're there. And uh, They also have a wooden plank side from 1980 in front of two businesses in Edgewater that they cannot utilize due to the code. Um, one perfect example is right here off of Park Avenue, <coughs> the computer store. Uh, the sign has been there since 1980, and uh, our city code does not allow them to utilize it. I'd like to visit that and see what we can have done for our small businesses to succeed in that standpoint. If you'd have a comment no, I'm on that? Willing to do it? Sounds great. <laughs> we'll
4: look
16: at it. Well, let's we get that really forward.
4: <laughs>
0: For, the signs New council. Yeah,
16: the signs could probably be discussed in that LDC meeting.
0: Yes. Okay.
16: So. Sound, sounds great.
0: That's you all I have great. at this time. Yes, I have. <laughs> Anytime. Okay. Item seven, the consent agenda. All matters listed <clears> under <throat> the consent agenda. Are considered to be routine by the City Council and will be acted upon by one motion there will be several there will be no separate discussion of these items unless a discussion is desired by a member of council which case the mayor will remove that item from the agenda and the item will be considered separately 7a all right, Then right I'll,
18: ma- I'll make a motion we um, accept the consent agenda as it can-
1: second Okay, roll
3: call.
1: Councilman Powers? Yes. Mayor Depew? Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Item 8A,
0: Ordinance Number 2023 0 01. Elliot Meadows requesting annexation of 0. 0.3 acres of land located
2: on North Quarry Drive. Ordinance number 2023 0 01, an ordinance point three zero plus or minus acres of certain real property located on North Cory Drive, parcel ID number eight four zero eight four one two zero five zero zero four four zero, Felicia County into the City of Edgewater, Florida, subject to the jurisdiction, obligations, benefits, and privileges of the, of the municipality, amending the description of the City of Edgewater corporate limits, providing for filing with the clerk of the Circuit Court, Felicia County, the Felicia County Property Appraiser, and the Department of State, providing for conflicting provisions, severability, and applicability, providing for an effective date recording and adoption. Thank you. Staff report.
20: Uh, Yes, thank you, Mayor. Um, As mentioned, this is annexation for .30 acres on North Quarry Drive. Proposed use will be a single-family residence. It's currently vacant at this time. Uh, Property is located within the interlocal service boundary area that was adopted between the city and the county of Volusia in 2015 and is therefore eligible for annexation. The annexation of the subject property allows for more efficient delivery of municipal services. And your Planning and Zoning Board recommended approval at their December meeting of last year.
0: Thank you. Open the public hearing. <coughs> okay. Citizens' comments. Okay. None at this time. Council comments. Okay, I close the public hearing. I'll
16: make, I make a, a mo- no, Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I make a motion to approve ordinance number two zero two three dash O dash one. Second. Roll call.
1: Councilman Powers. Yes. Mayor Depew. Yes. Councilwoman Gillis. Yes. Councilwoman Bennington. Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo. Yes.
0: 7 B ordinance number 2023-0-02. Elliot's Meadow is requesting an amendment to the future land use map to include point thirty point three zero plus acres of land located on North quarry Drive as low density residential. Mm-hmm.
2: Ordinance number 2023-0-02, in ordinance of the City of Edgewater, amending the comprehensive plan is amended by amending the official future land use map from Volusia County urban low intensity to city low density residential for 0.30 plus or minus acres of certain property located on North Corey Drive. Partial ID number 841205000440, Edgewater, Florida, Finding for public hearings, findings of consistency, provided for conflicting <clears throat> provisions, severability, and applicability, provided for effective date. Thank you. Staff report.
20: Uh, Yes, sir. Anytime we annex a property, we have to change um, the designation on our city maps. Uh, So what this does is change the future land use designation from Volusia County urban low intensity to the city's most comparable low density residential. Your planning zoning board approved this at their last meeting in December.
0: Thank you. Open to public hearing. Okay. Citizens' comments. Council comments. Okay, I will close the public hearing.
18: I'll make a motion to accept ordinance twenty twenty
16: three zero zero two. Second.
1: Roll call. Councilman Powers. Yes. Mayor Depew. Yes. Councilwoman Gillis. Yes. Councilwoman Bennington. Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo.
4: Yes.
0: Ordinance number 2023-0-03, Elias Meadows requesting an amendment to the official zoning map to include .30 plus acres of land located on North Quarry Drive as R3 single-family residential.
2: Ordinance number 2023-0-03, in ordinance granting a change in zoning classification from Volusia County R3W, urban single-family residential, to City R3, single-family residential, for .30 plus or minus acres of certain real property located on North Corey Drive, parcel ID number 841205000440, <coughs> Edgewater, Florida, amending the official zoning map of the City of Edgewater, providing for completing provisions, severability, and applicability, providing for an effective date, recording, and adoption. Staff report.
20: Yes, sir. Same piece of property. Uh, this will change the designation on our zoning map to bring this property in as R3, single-family residential. And your PNC board recommended approval at their December meeting as well.
0: Open a public hearing. Citizens comments? Council comments? Okay, close the public hearing.
16: Make a motion to approve ordinance number 2023-0-03. Second.
1: Roll call. Councilman Powers? Yes. Mayor Depew? Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo? Yes.
0: Ordinance number 2023-0-04. Carl Carter is requesting annexation of .6 plus acres of, of land located on Pelican Drive.
2: Ordinance number 2023 0 04, an ordinance annexing point 06 plus or minus acres of certain real property located on Pelican Drive, parcel ID number 8402 000000200, Felicia County and to the City of Edgewater, Florida, subject to the jurisdiction obligations, benefits, and privileges of the municipality, in the description of the City of Edgewater corporate limits, providing for filing with the Clerk of the Circuit Court, Felicia County, the Felicia County Property Appraiser and Department of State, providing for conflicting provisions, severability, and applicability, <coughs> providing for an effective date recording and adoption. Staff report.
20: Uh, yes, sir. <clears throat> Again, this is an annexation of .06 acres, a small piece of property. Proposed use is a warehouse expansion. Uh, currently, this portion is of this parcel. So this is vacant. Future land use of Volusia County urban low-intensity zoning district is Volusia County R3W urban single-family residential. Subject property is located on Pelican Drive. It is a enclave within the city, which, per your comprehensive plan, uh, we try to get rid of the enclaves so for better municipal services for those properties. Uh, the intention of this is to clean this property up and expand the warehouse to the north. Planning zone and recommended approval.
0: Thank you. Open the public hearing. <coughs> Citizens' comments. Council comments. Close the public hearing.
12: make
16: a motion to approve ordinance number two zero two three dash three-00 four zero four second
1: roll call councilman powers yes mayor depew yes councilwoman gillis yes councilwoman bennington yes councilwoman dalbo yes
0: Ordinance number 2023-0-05, Carl Carter, requesting an amendment to the future <coughs> land use map to include 0.6 acres of land
2: la- located on Pelican Drive as commercial. Ordinance number 2023-0-05, In ordinance of the City of Edgewater amending the comprehensive plan is amended by amending the official future land use map from Volusia County urban low intensity to city commercial 4.06 plus or minus acres of certain real property located on Pelican Drive. Partial ID number 8402 200 Edgewater, Florida. Providing for public hearings, findings of consistency, providing for complete provision, severability and applicability, and providing an effective date. Thank you. Staff report.
20: Uh, yes, this is the uh, same piece of property changes the future land use designation from Volusia County urban low intensity to the city's commercial.
0: Thank you. Open the public hearing. <laughs> Citizens' comments. Council comments. Close the public hearing.
18: I'll make a motion to accept ordinance twenty twenty-three zero zero five.
1: Second. Roll call. Councilman Powers? Yes. Mayor DePew? Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo? Yes.
0: Ordinance number 2023-0-06, Carl Carter, requesting an amendment to the official zoning map to include 0.6 acres of land located on Pelican Drive as B3
2: Highway Commercial. Order number 2023-0-06. An ordinance granting a change in zoning classification from Volusia County R3W Urban Single Family Residential to City B3 Highway Commercial for .06 plus or minus acres of certain real property located on Pelican Drive, Parcel ID number 840200000200, Edgewater, Florida. Granting the official zoning map for the City of Edgewater, providing for a conflicting provision, severability, and applicability, providing for an effective date, of recording, and adoption.
0: Staff report.
20: Uh, yes, same piece of property as the previous two requests. This is the official zoning map amendment, which will bring the property as B three Highway Commercial into the city.
0: Thank you. Open the public hearing. <coughs> Citizens' comments.
6: Jennifer Fox, one one five East Turgot. I failed. Uh, I don't believe this matter came before planning and zoning. I didn't hear that in the report. This or the previous motion? Did it go before the board? Thank you.
20: They were all approved by Planning and Zoning Board, their December hearing.
0: Thank you. Any other citizens' comments at this time? Closed citizens' comments? Council comments?
16: No, <coughs> yes, sir.
19: I make close a motion. Hearing. Oh, close oh, public hearing. I make a motion to accept ordinance number 2023 0 06.
16: Second. Roll call. Councilman
1: Powers? Yes. Mayor Depew? Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo? Yes.
0: <clears throat> ordinance number 2023 0 07. Jeffrey Arnott requesting annexation of .34 acres of land located at 3509
2: Rock Oak Trail. Ordinance number 2023-0-07. In Ordinance index in 0.34 plus a minus acres of, of property located at 3509 Rock Oak Trail. Parcel ID number 84490100170. Volusia County to the City of Edgewater, Florida. Subject to the jurisdiction, obligations, benefits, and privileges of the municipality. Amending the description of the City of Edgewater corporate limits. Providing for filing with the clerk of the circuit court. Volusia County, the Volusia County property appraisal and the Department of State. Providing for conflicting provisions, severability, and applicability. Providing for an effective date, recording and adoption.
0: Staff report.
20: Uh, yes, sir. Uh, as mentioned, this is annexation of 3509 Rock Oak Trail, approximately 0.34 acres. Currently, there is a single-family residence on the property, 2,195-square-foot um, home constructed in 2013. The parcel is within the Red Fish Cove subdivision. The parcel is also located within the interlocal service boundary area. And your planning and zoning board recommended approval in December of last year.
0: <clears throat> Thank you. Open the public hearing. Citizens' comments. At this time, close citizens' comments. Council comments. Okay. Close public hearing.
18: I'll make a motion to accept ordinance twenty twenty three
1: zero zero seven. Second. Roll call. Councilman
19: Powers?
1: Yes. Mayor Depew.
0: Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo? Yes. Ordinance number 2023-0-08, <coughs> or Ordin- requesting an amendment to the comprehensive plan future land use map to include property located at 3509 Rock
2: Oaks Trail as low density residential. Ordinance number 2023 0 08. An ordinance of the City of Edgewater amending the comprehensive plan is amended by amending the official future land use map from Volusia County urban low intensity to city low density residential 4.34 plus a minus acres of service property located at 3509 Rock Oak Trail. Parcel ID number 844901000170, Edgewater, Florida. Providing for public hearings, findings of consistency, providing for conflicting <coughs> provisions, severability, and applicability, and providing for an effective date.
0: Thank you. Staff report.
20: Uh, Yes, same piece of property as previous, 3509 Rock Oak Trail within Redfish Cove subdivision. Uh, This changes the future land use from Volusia County urban low intensity to the city's most comparable low density residential. And your planning and zoning board recommended approval in December.
0: Thank you. Open public hearing. (coughs) Citizens' comments. Okay. Closed citizens' comments. Council comments. Okay, close public hearing.
16: Make a motion to approve ordinance number 2023 0 08. Second.
1: Roll call. Councilman Powers? Yes. Mayor Depew? Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo?
4: Yes.
0: Ordinance number 2023-0-09, Jeffrey honor requesting an amendment to the official zoning map to include 0.34 acres of land located at 3509 Rock Oak Trail as R3 single-family residential.
2: Ordinance number 2023-0-09, an ordinance granting a change in zoning classification from county R3W urban single-family residential to city R3 single-family residential for 0.34 plus or minus acres of certain property <coughs> located at 3509 Rock Oak Trail, parcel ID number 84490100170, Edgewater, Florida, amending the official zoning map of the City of Edgewater, provided for conflicting provisions, severability, and applicability, providing for an effective date recording, and adoption.
0: Thank you. Staff report.
20: <coughs> yes, this is to bring the uh, parcel from the previous two uh, readings uh, as the official zoning map amendment to the City's R3 single-family residential. Your planning, zoning board recommended approval in December.
0: <coughs> okay. <coughs> Open the public hearing. Citizens' comments. Close citizens' comments. Council comments. Close the public hearing.
19: Make a motion to accept ordinance number 2023-0-09. Second.
1: Roll call. Councilman Powers. Yes. Mayor Depew. Yes. Councilwoman Gillis. Yes. Councilwoman Bennington. Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo.
19: Yes.
0: Ordinance 2023-0-10, amending the police officers' pension plan to eliminate the line of duty health insurance benefit.
2: Ordinance number 2023-0-10, in ordinance of the City Council of Edgewater, Florida, amending the City of Edgewater, Florida of police officers' pension plan, Section 5.04, eliminating the line of duty injury insurance benefit for police officers after effective date of this ordinance, finding for conflicting provisions, severability, and applicability, and effective date and adoption.
0: Staff report.
2: Yes, sir. The City's police pension
12: plan provides health insurance benefits to police officers who become permanently disabled due to an injury incurred in the line of duty, but who do not not qualify for a benefit under Florida statutes for a permanent disability, (laughs) resulting from a catastrophic injury suffered while in fresh pursuit. This benefit was recently eliminated from the police officer's union bargaining agreement and therefore should be eliminated from the pension plan too. This ordinance, if adopted, will accomplish this task. So the recommended action before you tonight is a motion to approve Ordinance 2023-0-10. Thank
0: you. Open the public hearing. (coughs) Citizens' comments. Anyone wishing to speak on this agenda item, please approach the podium, state your name, address, and please limit your comments to three minutes or less. None at this time. Close citizens' comments. Council comments. Was a public hearing.
18: I'll make a motion. We adopt ordinance twenty twenty three zero ten.
1: Second. Roll call. Councilman Powers. Yes. Mayor Depew. Yes. Councilwoman Gillis. Yes. Councilwoman Bennington. Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo. Yes.
0: Item okay. K, first reading ordinance 2023-0-11, amending the firefighters pension plan by eliminating the line of duty health insurance benefit.
2: Stafford. Ordinance number 2023-0-11, in ordinance of the City Council of Edgewater, Florida, amending the <coughs> City of Edgewater, Florida firefighters pension plan, section 5.05, eliminating the line of duty injury insurance benefit for firefighters after effective date of this ordinance, providing for conflicting provisions, severability, and applicability, and effective date and for adoption. Thank you. Staff report. The information is the same, except this is for the Firefighters
12: uh, Union Agreement. Uh, This benefit was recently eliminated from the Firefighters Union Bargaining Agreement, and therefore should be eliminated from the pension plan. This ordinance, if adopted, will accomplish that task. So, The recommended action tonight is a motion to approve Ordinance 2023-0-11. Thank
0: you, Mr. Manager. Open the public hearing. (coughs) Citizens' Comments. Anyone wishing to speak on this agenda item, please approach the podium, state your name, address, and limit your comments to three minutes or less. No citizens' comments at this time. Council comments. No council comments at this time. Close the public hearing.
16: Make a motion to approve ordinance number 2023-011. I second.
1: Roll call. Councilman Powers? Yes. Mayor Depew, Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo?
0: Yes. My. Ordinance number 2023-0-12, amending Chapter 8, Concehension Emergency Management Plan and Disaster Preparation of the Code of Ordinance by adding Section 8-19, Emergency
2: Housing. Ordinance number 2023-0-12, an ordinance of the City Council of Edgewater, Florida, amending Chapter 8, Comprehensive Emergency Management Plan and Disaster Preparedness (coughs) of the Code of Ordinances by amending Section 8-19, Emergency Housing, providing for the placement of mobile homes, travel travel trailers, and other appropriate shelter in residential areas and commercial areas as temporary alternative housing, providing for housing emergency declaration, providing for regulatory provisions, providing comprehensive plan and amendments where necessary for implementation, providing for conflicting provisions, severability and applicability, and effective date and for adoption. Staff report. Yes, sir. Uh, FEMA is often offering non-congregate
12: housing assistance, such as RVs, trailers, and possibly rental properties for those affected by the 2022 hurricanes. To qualify for assistance, the citizen's home must be uninhabitable. The idea is to locate the RV or trailer on the same building side as the damaged home. FEMA will have all necessary utilities connected uh, for the city to qualify for this for this ordinance must be passed by the council all temporary housing may only be occupied for up to 18 months all setback requirements would be suspended to accommodate temporary living quarters those wishing to utilize this program would need to contact FEMA directly uh, to file an application so the recommended action before you tonight is a motion to approve ordinance 2023-0-12 I have one caveat to that um, is that the ordinance will run for 18 months but it goes in perpetuity. So if there are other storms next year, next week, whatever, if this is already past the deadline, it'll still be in effect. Sure. If it's a declared disaster. Sure.
0: Open the public hearing. <coughs> Citizens' comments. None at this time. Council comments. <clears throat> None at this time. Close the public hearing.
19: Make a motion to accept ordinance number 2023-0-12. Second. Go
1: ahead. Roll call. Who is second? Oh,
18: okay.
1: Councilman Powers? Yes. Mayor Depew. Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo? Yes.
0: Okay. Item M. Resolution 2023-R-01.
2: Internal loan to the solid waste fund for the fiscal year 2022 2023. Resolution 2023 R 01, a resolution of the City Council of Edgewater, Florida, adopting budget adjustments to the 2022 2023 fiscal year budgets and providing an effective date.
0: Staff report.
2: Yes, sir. The city has a little more than $10 million
12: in unrestricted American Rescue Plan Act fund reserves, or ARPA, due to re- Due to debris removal costs caused by the hurricane, staff is recommending borrowing amount not to exceed $2.5 million from this fund instead of using reserves from the sanitation fund. This will allow the sanitation fund to retain required charter reserves, although it will be required to repay the ARPA fund loan over a five-year term. The internal loan will be charged the Florida Prime one-day yield as of the date of the transfer of funds. Currently, this rate is at 4.32%. The recommended action before you tonight is a motion to approve resolution number 2023-R-01. Thank
0: you. Open the public hearing. Citizens' comments. Done at this time. Council comments.
16: I just have a few questions. Um, when, if we are reimbursed from FEMA, will this satisfy that internal loan? Yes. Okay.
0: Great. Thank you. That's all. Anytime. Close the public hearing.
18: Okay. I'll make a motion to yeah. adopt resolution twenty twenty three R
16: zero one. Second.
1: Roll call. Councilman Powers. Yes. Mayor Depew. Yes. Councilwoman Gillis. Yes. Councilwoman Bennington. Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo.
0: Yes. Item N, Resolution number 2023-R-02, Establishment of a Development Escrow
2: Account. Resolution 2023-R-02, Resolution of the City Council of the City of Edgewater, Florida, authorizing the use of escrow accounts for payment of direct and indirect costs associated with development projects, running for conflicting provisions, and effective data and adoption.
12: Staff report. Yes, sir. Like most other government entities, Edgewater contracts with outside professional companies For engineering oversight and plans review of ongoing projects it is always a responsibility of the developer to ensure payment is made for services attributable to to their individual projects currently the city's process is to pay the contractors up front and look, look for reimbursement from the developer this system is most inefficient and requires quite a bit of extra staff time which is not covered by the developer to alleviate after the fact invoicing staff is requesting the ability to establish an escrow account for all subdivisions and site plan related development projects. This process would require developers to front costs prior to construction based upon engineering cost estimates. As the city is invoiced for related services, it will draw on po- proper escrow ac- accounts for necessary funds. When an account reaches a balance of 20% or less of necessary total funds, it will, be, it will request additional funds from the developer. Should a developer not replenish funds, no further inspections or other work by the city will continue. Should funds be left at the end of a project, they will be refunded to the entity who deposited them with the city. All such funds will be placed in non-interest-bearing accounts, and no interest will be paid to the depositors. So the recommended action before you tonight is a motion to approve resolution number 2023-R-02. Thank
0: you open public hearing citizens comments <clears throat> none at this time council comments none at this time close the public hearing
19: make a motion to accept resolution number 2023-r-02 second
1: roll call councilman powers yes mayor depew yes councilwoman gillis yes councilwoman bennington yes councilwoman dalbo yes
0: item number o resolution 2023-r-03 approval of the florida short term asset reserve fl star and authorizing participation in florida star
2: resolution number 2023-r-03 resolution of the city council of the city of vegwater florida authorizing the execution and delivery of an interlocal agreement for the purpose of joining the exercise in its power to invest surplus funds in an intergovernmental investment pool pursuant to section 218.415 Florida statutes and section 163.01 Florida statutes, proving the investment of certain surplus funds in the Florida short term asset reserve, appointing an authorized representative, and providing for an effective date.
12: Staff report.
2: Yes, sir. The city currently
12: invests idle cash in two government investment pools. One is Florida Prime, and the other one is Florida Class. Staff would also like to utilize the newly introduced pool, which is Florida Star. Having three separate pools to pit from gives more investment choices. All funds invested are insured and perfectly safe. Florida Star, Star currently has 13 Florida municipalities invested in it. So the recommended action before each tonight is a motion to approve resolution number 2023-R-03.
0: Open the public hearing. <laughs> Citizens' comments. None at this time. Council comments. None at this time. Close the public hearing.
16: Make a motion to approve resolution 2023-R-03. Second. Roll call. Councilman Powers? Yes.
1: Mayor Depew Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo?
0: Yes. 9A, board appointments. Economic Development Advisory Board, Councilwoman Gillis. Appointment due to the resignation of Chip selman Staff report.
12: That be you. Um, recommend appointment.
17: I'm going to make a. Do I make a motion or just recommend the appointment? I'm going to make a motion to.
2: Recommendations. Hmm? Recommendation. Oh, sorry. I apologize.
17: I'm going to make a. <clears throat> recommendation to appoint, I believe the name is Kelsey Bauer. Um, I did go over her application. She's more than qualified for the job. Um, I do want to throw in from what Mr. Powers did mention earlier, I did ask if we had other applications. She was the only application we had, and albeit she is more than qualified and I'm more than happy to appoint her I would love to see more people apply for upcoming opening board positions so please keep that in mind anybody that's watching but um, I do recommend Kelsey Bauer for the position
0: thank you citizens comments
17: none at this time council comments
18: I have to agree with, with councilwoman Gillis. Um,
17: she's done her due diligence, and if she feels that, what's her name? Kelsey Kelsey Bauer. It's not. It's the application's not pulling up for me. I when I was able to read it earlier, it's showing wow. a blank on my end. Well, I, and d- I, was I read trust. I some you. of the qualifications, but
2: I, I trust your. Uh,
18: yeah, I trust your um, your due mm-hmm. diligence, and I I make a motion to accept. Uh, what's her name again? Kelsey Kelsey, Kelsey Bauer. Powers. To the
1: economic (coughs) board. Second. Okay, roll call. Councilman Powers? Yes. Mayor Depew? Yes. Councilwoman Gillis? Yes. Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman Dalbo? Yes.
0: Other business 10A, New Smyrna Beach High School, traffic signal cost contribution request. Staff
12: report. Yes, sir. The county has performed a traffic study, which concluded a signal is warranted on 10th Street in front of the high school. The cost is to be evenly split, one-third each, in the school board, county, and New Smyrna Beach. NSB has requested Edgewater also share in the cost since students from Edgewater attend the school. According to the school board, a total of 1,900 students attended the school, <coughs> attend the school, and 737 of them reside in Edgewater. This is 38.79% of the student body. The cost of the city, the signal is $300,000, so the NSB portion is $100,000. If Edgewater pays its proportionate share based on the percentage of the student population, which is 38.79%, the total would be $38,790 for Edgewater. This amount would have to be provided using general fund reserves. Recommended action is a motion to approve paying NSB 38.79% of their proportionate share of the cost of the traffic signal to be installed in front of the high school.
0: Thank you. Citizens comments, please state your name and address into the record and you will have three minutes to speak.
1: Please state your name and address for the record.
4: Three my superintendent,
9: in agreed to lobby with me the Council, George Reckonball. of all stakeholders. In traffic outside our school. Our no municipal or city system. I'm here to ask for your financial support partnering with our school district, the county of Berisha, the city. belongs to which causes me to ask you,
0: in Thank you, Ms. Cuthbert. <laughs> Council comments at this time. Oh, so this is (laughs) common.
9: To drive around the high school and trying to get it, um, exit out of the high school, it is very scary. Um, kids are no attention, they're driving drivers. Um, they want to get home, do whatever they want. Um, but that is a very dangerous area right there, and I really think we're to talk about it, work together on Thank and um, it, and make the effort as well. It definitely means a lot to know that my child is not to be safe, but
15: leaving the school campus and
0: Please state your name and address just one more time for the record. right thank,
4: thank you. you
18: no
9: <laughs> we can hear you, Chuck. We can hear you. It's on. You don't. Have to just, on? It, yeah, you yeah. don't have to
1: do anything with the microphone.
9: Okay.
8: Um, I personally.
1: You you've turned it off now. <laughs> so if you just put it back in the? You're eating into here, your three it, minutes. It, okay. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. You know, what, I don't eat it. Chuck Martin, two hundred five Cherrywood Lane, Edgewater. <clears throat>
8: that you went to high
4: school
8: graduated know that it's a danger to that and I mean I mean this is this is kind of a ring right but I will
4: say one thing I'll make you appeal
0: that if you approve this I won't get up your last citizens. Any other citizens' comments at this time? Council comments.
19: Well, I do have a couple questions. Um, you said this it'll be on string poles. Are, are string poles allowed? Um, I was looking at regulations um, east of 95, or, or is it going to be okay to have them on string poles?
12: The county is in the driver's seat
0: on this Good, okay. I believe Hills is still on a string that they have on um, okay. US 1 by the Dollar General.
19: Perfect. My next question was who will maintain it? Who will, if, if is if something happens and it breaks down or if the string breaks, it comes down. Whose responsibility will it be to maintain the light, or will it be collectively, all of us again?
12: The county, main, the county, the county maintains all. The county maintains all traffic signals. Okay,
19: they're just not going to help put it in.
12: Yeah, they are. Okay. A third. A third. Okay, gotcha. All
19: right, thank you. That's all.
12: Sure.
18: I, I, I don't see how we can go wrong. Our kids go to the school, and, and we need to contribute. <coughs> I don't see th- the amount of money that you're asking for us to do is it's minor compared to some of the jobs that we do. And it adds to the safety of our kids. And it h- helps build communication, New Smyrna and, and all the other areas. So
16: I'm for having it um, for paying our share. <coughs> yeah, I would agree. It's a fair equation. Percentage for per dollar amount. Um, I learned defensive driving in that parking lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a good thing. So yes.
0: It's no secret. A hundred moons ago, I was a class president at New Smyrna Beach High School. Um, I was so fed really? up. Really. <laughs> um, I was I was so fed up with the traffic pattern. I actually got out there one morning and directed traffic myself. Well. The administrators didn't like that too much <laughs> it's well needed it's been needed for a number of years I believe that the the fee that they're requesting is not an unreasonable amount and I I support it all right I'll make a motion that we will close council Comments?
17: Yes. Ma- <laughs> no, I just want to thank you Linda for all the work that you've done for, for all of this I know it's as you said I, I, we've spoken about this before it's been a long road and um happy that things will hopefully move forward
0: okay those council comments
16: I make a motion to approve paying New Smyrna Beach 38.79 percent of their proportionate share of the cost of the traffic signal to be installed in front of the high school I second
1: roll call councilman powers yes mayor depew yes councilwoman Gillis yes Councilwoman Bennington? Yes. Councilwoman
0: Dalbo? Yes. I would like to actually state request. I believe, do we have council comments at the end? Or is it? No. Okay. I'd like to make a request uh, to have on the next agenda that we could possibly have a proclamation to have a Linda Cuthbert day in the city of Edgewater if council is in approval. Yep. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you for everything, Ms. Cuthbert. And uh, I'm good friends with Ms. Petros. She was my treasurer. She had a number of great things to state about you. Of course. Of course. Tim <laughs> B, appointment of the vice mayor. Staff report.
12: Not much. The city's charter dictates the city council shall appoint a vice mayor from its members after each regular election. And that's where we are now.
0: Okay, citizen comments.
12: Would anyone like to comment at this time? I don't
0: know what we're going to do. Council comments.
18: People, we have to have somebody. We have have
19: a a general question. uh, Being new uh, to this, Uh, so the the vice mayor, what will that job entail?
12: Fill in for the mayor when he's absent. It's a matter of representation.
0: Yes. I would like to ask this. It's no secret. I try to go to absolutely everything I possibly can to represent the city. Yes. I know each and every one of you guys have a busy schedule. Except for you. I'm retired. Okay. Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, Gillis has been... Involved in our community, and I would like to make a suggestion to appoint her as vice mayor at
16: this time So is, Go ahead say something?
2: I, I was gonna ask if there was a second You can't make a motion well, right so the suggestion so would there be a motion from the other four right? So
16: yeah, the only thing I have to say about that is is the job is a matter of representation. Um, it's only been two months, but Mayor Depew, Councilwoman Gillis, has—they have, have attended everything. We have had more representation for the City of Edgewater in the last two months than we have in the last—I don't want to say twenty years, but <laughs> probably. Excuse me, <laughs> twenty years? You're covering me. <laughs> well. And, and, and I'm at fault of that, too. I work for a living, and obviously I don't always have that opportunity. So I appreciate the representation. I think it's important to keep business moving, so just to call it to a vote. And, and here's the thing, too. At the end of the day, um, vice mayor fills in for mayor. If the mayor is leading a certain charge, I respect that. I did that two years ago when the mayor made a, a direction then. So I respect the direction of the mayor, and I make a motion to appoint uh, Councilwoman Gillis as vice mayor.
4: Okay.
2: Is there a second? Okay, the motion dies for lack of second. Could I
17: second it myself?
2: I don't know if that's No, I don't think
16: so. So we'll have to come to an agreement, folks. Yes, please.
0: I, I have no problem with Ms. Bennington being vice mayor.
16: It's just, um,
0: I hope that you have the ability to still attend things. Of course I
19: yeah.
4: do. Time I'm is scheduled. <laughs> okay. I
19: am
18: retired.
19: I have nothing but time. Okay. Well, Sounds great. I do have a question. And you'll, you'll be able to attend uh, in the absence of the mayor. Absolutely. As well. and, and were you, I did that you were vice mayor before as well? Right? Oh, I've been
18: vice mayor about six times. Okay. And <laughs> enjoy the job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have no objections for Charlotte, but being new and a new mayor, I think we really need. She needs a little bit of time under her under her skin to be before she you does it. And I'm not saying she's not qualified. It's just it's hard to run a meeting sometimes. It really is. <laughs> and then you you have to public speak and all. But whatever the council wants, that's up to you.
19: I make a motion um, to appoint uh, Miss Councilwoman uh, Bennington to, as vice mayor. Can I second it? No,
0: I can't. Can I pass the gavel? So yeah, well, who are you going to pass
18: it to? <laughs> You're the vice mayor. Uh, my term was up oh, when really? you got elected in December.
17: It?
0: Roll call.
18: Maybe? Yes. Yeah, Can do that. I appreciate that. Thank you,
0: Roll call.
1: And that was the motion for Councilwoman Bennington to be vice mayor. Yes. 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 Thank you.
0: Charlotte, Charlotte second the motion.
1: K- Councilman Powers. Yes. Mayor Depew. Yes. Councilwoman Gillis. Yes. Councilwoman Bennington. Yes, Councilwoman Dalbo. Yes,
18: thank you all very much. I appreciate it. Anytime,
1: I'll back you with anything.
18: I'll back you. With anything.
0: Mrs. Mayor, Vice Mayor. Mrs. Vice Mayor. <laughs> thank you. Item 11, Officer Reports. The City Clerk.
1: Um, we do have some other appointments. Um, for some other boards and committees oh, yeah. that Council sits on. Um, the elected officials for roundtable that. Should be the mayor. Sure. Um, we previously had a council person on the Team Volusia executive board, but I do believe the city manager is going to start um, participating in that. It generally is. Team Volusia? Yes, is that not what yes. I said? Yes. Okay. Yes, That's Team Volusia. That's I heard. <laughs> okay. Um, so that leaves the River to CTPO. TPO. They, that board meets. Monthly on the fourth Tuesday at 8 a.m. And then we have the YMCA (laughs) Community Board. They meet monthly on the fourth Tuesday at noon. And then we have the School Concurrency Advisory Oversight Committee. They meet yearly, once a year. It is in the evening. There is no set date. The coordinator, for lack of a better term, for that committee does send out to those members month or so before they want to meet to get a date and time that works for the members um so i can't give you fourth tuesday or whatever for that sure. one but you would but whomever once a year on it is one. once a year and it's about an hour hour and a half it's it's not that bad um so those are the three
16: that we just need so it's river to see tpo school board concurrency and ymca ymca so i would if it's okay with council, i would like to remain on ymca no (laughs) Um,
0: if your heart's at the ymca i have wanted to be on the board for some time now but i understand i will let you remain on it or can two council members yeah well what i can do is is
16: I'll, i'll i'll step away then from ymca mayor and um
0: and then are you sure yeah I don't want to take
18: it away now wait a keep minute. in mind I wait. have a question if he is on that board and he can't make it to a meeting do I have to fill in as vice mayor yes
1: no wait a minute No, he's,
0: he's not He's <laughs> no no, no. I'm just no. on the board as a community member but if you are speaking well as, about as a, presen- the, representative the a
1: representative yes, of the which, city yes but which
0: are can, you talking about the original one that stated that the mayor
18: no, I'm just asking. Oh, the YMCA, no. I'm just asking if you can't make a meeting to the YMCA as vice mayor, do I have to fill in? The I
0: misunderstood. Board? I thought you were saying that. The yes, first one.
1: Well,
16: well, not that a, I have a not problem. Not a requirement, but that's a good good role as vice mayor. I, I don't have a problem.
18: Well, the vice mayor asked. would be
1: the alternate for the elected okay. officials officials roundtable, and and keep that's in mind that. Yeah.
18: Anything else? Each council
1: person should have an opportunity to sit on. Something. Some type of so committee. I will
16: step away from the YMCA, but give me opportunity to still volunteer at all the events. I I, I love being able to do that. So just keep me in the loop with that. Um, and I can jump on school concurrency
12: if council's okay with that. With <clears throat> is there something we can put Charlotte on? River to see TPO.
1: Yeah, well, I, I mean that. TPO is the only.
12: Sounds good. It's eight a.m.
17: Where are the meetings held?
1: They're in Daytona. The TPO, we do need an alternate. I'll
19: I'll do it as an alternate. I looked into the program and I'm very interested in it, so I would love to be an alternate.
1: Um, So that takes care of all of those.
18: We really know what we're doing up here, don't we?
16: care
1: of that. Yeah, that takes care of all of those appointments and I'll send out the information to all of the um, appropriate people (coughs) for those committees. Thank you. Um, I will send out a calendar invite tomorrow for the upcoming Volusia League of Cities dinner for you and for the council members that are going to be attending the EMO, the Institute for Elected Municipal Officials at the end of this month in St. Augustine I will have a packet probably towards the end of next week for you that will have your hotel information and all of that.
4: Um, I in the emo conference really soaked
16: that in the two of you that are going. It's a really, really great experience. Three, I appreciate absolutely. Oh, everyone's going. The three, three, oh, three, wonderful. Three, okay. Three, okay.
0: That's all I have. Thank you, Mrs. City Clerk.
2: 11B, City Attorney. Uh, yes, just real quick on the uh, Ingalls litigation, we had a hearing on December 21st on my motion to dismiss the second amended complaint. And that motion was granted in part and denied in part. Uh, The judge did dismiss three counts of the uh, second amended complaint with prejudice, meaning they can't be filed, refiled. um, And that was based on the statute of limitations. Uh, It was denied as to two of the counts. The third count was dismissed without prejudice. um, And the plaintiff was granted leave uh, to file a third amended complaint uh, within 20 days. So that will be filed in due course. And that's all I have.
0: Thank you. Eleven C. City,
2: city Manager. Nothing. Awesome. Okay. Thank you.
0: Oh. Citizens' comments. Please state your name and address <laughs> for the record. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. <laughs> critical so thank you yes. Yes. very
16: good okay thank you appreciate it
0: any other citizens comments at this time okay without with no further business we are adjourned